Howdy, everyone. This is a five-minute crypto update for Wednesday, May 10th. We've got a lot to cover, including the battle for Aragon DAO, Bitcoin, shitcoins, Blockworks raising money, Hasu's concept of the transaction supply chain, and a lot more. Let's do this like Buddhists. So this recording, Bitcoin has continued its slow downward slide crab season. It's currently at 27700 ETH has fallen, though a bit less. It's around 1850 And one of the few altcoins in the green today is Terra Luna Classic, which is just totally idiotic. Uh, but that brings us to our first story, which is that it's been one year and one day since the Luna Terra collapse. This is a friendly, if a bit painful reminder of crypto's volatility and counterparty risk. Just remember, your yield always comes at some cost. On May 9th, 2022, which is one year ago, uh, Luna's Terra stablecoin lost its peg due to concentrated selling. This created a bunch of knock-on effects that eventually saw the failures of hedge fund Three Arrows Capital and was a domino that contributed to the collapse of Celsius, Blockwork, Alameda, and eventually FTX. There's a good rundown on last year's epic crypto crash in David Gerard and Amy Castor's newsletter, and I will share that in the show notes. All right, next, let's talk about the Siege of Aragon. So Aragon is one of the original Ethereum-based projects. The founders are all really early ETH developers, builders, investors, and their product focuses on building tools for DAOs. But somewhat ironically, the Aragon Association They'd planned to devolve more power to its own community DAO, and now those plans are being canceled slash changed. Now, why is this? According to Coindesk, the controlling Swiss entity said that it acted on its fiduciary duty to secure its treasury and mission after undergoing what it claims is a 51% attack from activist investors. One of those activist investors seems to be the crypto hedge fund Arca, which we've also mentioned before has a great newsletter. And they sent a letter to Aragon demanding that it buy back its ant token to boost the price of the token, which is a very trad five move where corporate share buybacks are basically the chef's kiss of how the CEO, execs, and insiders make money. Aragon's token, ANT, is up 3% in the last 24 hours to almost $3, but the fully diluted market cap is just $130 million, which is below the $200 million it apparently has in its treasury. Okay, next let's talk about Bitcoin BRC20 trading. We've covered BRC20s briefly. They're essentially just shit coins. I don't know how else to say it. Modeled after the ERC20 standard on Ethereum, but these are issued and traded on the Bitcoin blockchain and they're enabled by the Ordinals protocol. And all of these BRC20s and the Ordinal NFTs are part of what's causing the rising congestion and fees on the Bitcoin network. So apparently the current US dollar fee to get your transaction mined in the next Bitcoin block is more than $10. Welcome to Ethereum world. And in this Twitter thread from Ignas, he shares how BRC20s have grown and how clunky the whole experience still is. So a few notables, the total market cap is north of 500 million. It may even now have surpassed a billion. And 75% of the BRC20 trading takes place on something called the Unisat Marketplace. Of course, none of this is investment advice, and I personally don't own any ordinals or BRC20s, but I do think it's an interesting emergent phenomenon. Okay, next we have a thread from Patty Hansen on how after Europe's MICA laws passed, which is their version of comprehensive crypto regulation, VC investment into European crypto project has jumped 10x from Q1 of last year, Q1 of 2022 to Q1 of this year. 
But in fairness, this is also because crypto VC investment has just plummeted dramatically. It's down 80 to 90% from the peaks of three to almost 4 billion a month last year. Next, BlockWorks. Congratulations to them. Their reporting we've heavily relied on for this podcast, and they're just a great part of the crypto community. They also have a great podcast network. They raised $12 million at a $135 million valuation. It's led by the PE firm 10T Holdings. They're using this money to focus on building their research and data offerings, which competes with brands like Masari and Nansen. They've also said they're looking to expand in Asia, specifically Hong Kong and Singapore. They have 55 employees, and they've earned significantly more than $20 million last year. Next, we have potentially some early moves from Texas state politicians to create a digital currency for Texas backed by the state's own gold holdings. I can't really judge how serious or likely this is, but just some facts around it. Program costs are estimated to be around $27 million. The idea is that Texas would take its gold The gold would back a digital currency, and they're trying to repatriate a billion dollars of gold bullion that's currently stored in New York. And apparently individuals, I presume Texas residents, would be allowed to also store their gold or silver into this depository and have some kind of debit or tokenized representation of it. Okay, next we've got Korea passing potentially passing some crypto legislation. According to media publication Forecast, it could pass by the end of this year. To quote from Forecast, the bill requires crypto service providers to keep user assets and deposits separate from the provider's assets, to have insurance, to hold reserves in case of hacks or system failures, and to maintain records of all transactions. And in Korea news, Do Kwon is still in jail in Montenegro as the U.S. and South Korea battle over who has the extradition rights to then take him back put him through trial, and probably he'll end up in jail in one of those countries, I hope for a long time. Okay, next we have a a pretty geeky crypto resource, but one that's really worth sharing. So Hasu, who is a crypto researcher and one of the smartest guys in the space, he's working for Flashbots. He gave a talk on this concept that he calls a transaction supply chain, which essentially is just exactly how a transaction is created, bundled, validated, mined on the Ethereum chain, and how MEV works through all of this process. And I'll share the YouTube presentation in the show notes. Finally, to wrap this up, we just have an interesting perspective on JP Morgan, which is a massive US global bank pretty much been the savior during these recent U.S. banking failures, and increasingly it looks like the linchpin essentially of the global financial system. And to quote from a chart book piece by Adam Tooze, J.P. Morgan finances the world and has an asset management operation that's itself about a third the size of BlackRock, and it processes more than $5 trillion of payments a day. You can think of it as an empire all its own. Bloomberg opinion columnist John Authors goes further, calling Jamie Dimon, who is the CEO of J.P. Morgan, the sun around which the financial system revolves and describes J.P. Morgan as a kind of public utility, big enough for the government itself to depend on. It's kind of scary words. Okay, just to wrap up there, that's it for today. All the links are in the show notes. You can follow at 2DGensPod on Twitter and subscribe for more. And for our outro clip, we're going to have the really wise, thoughtful Kevin Kelly talking about Bitcoin and blockchain and comparing it historically to the invention of the telegraph. See ya. The first idea, well, well, we can use it for currency. 
I think that's not really what it's going to be used for. Um, blockchain. So, so, so it'll probably have some other function other than currency. But the initial thought was currency. In the same way, well, you know, when Thomas Edison invented the phonograph, he spent to record sound. He spent a lot of time trying to think about what it would be used for. He made a list, and his first thought that the major thing it would be used for would be to record the words in this uh, of uh, uh, of those before they die so you could hear about people after they were dead and number 10 down at the very bottom of the list was it might you might use it for music 